Hello and welcome to Flippin' and Mashing. It's a podcast about pinball, video games, arcade games, whatever else is cool <laughs> in our basement, whatever else I could forget because we haven't recorded in weeks. This is your host Parnell and is always with me is... LeRyan! <laughs> Holy moly, words are complicated. Ryan. Yeah, I'm just kind of letting you like sink flounder. here. Yes. Yeah, I just really want you to flounder for a minute in this because uh, you're struggling a lot more than I am, I think. I feel like I need some more caffeine. The one cup this morning has uh, died off. I'll need to get some more. Potentially, while you're rambling on about some game room update. Well, you know, if you potentially sold your games and listened to me instead of being a little bitch, you too could be talking about game room updates. I have game room updates. I have a lot Do of you? game room updates. Yeah, let's hear them. Oh, you well, want me to go? Well, hold on. I don't know if I'm ready for you to just completely... Tear just off des- into the just destroy your game room update. Mm, I don't think that's gonna happen, but you know, I guess crazier things have happened in the past. <laughs> have I got some news for you, Ryan? Well, have I got some news for you? Uh, what do you want to do? The, your show notes say that there's a little news article at the top. Yeah, I think we should do the news article first, though. I think we should kind of tease our, our listeners to what what we're all alluding to at the moment. Yeah, we can hit on the news quick. We have, uh, I think what everybody wants to know is the next game from every manufacturer. And we've had maybe tidbits from here and there. Nothing concrete on anything. But Stern finally, on May 4th, Released a little teaser video. No, you don't want to pick it up. No, you know you're not picking up what I'm dropping off. No, pass. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deny you like I deny the fucking Girl Scouts when they come up to my door knocking, ask me if I want to buy some overpriced cookies. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> On May fourth, because it will be with you. Stern T's The Mandalorian Pinball Machine. So that just means it's coming soon, and we don't have a real good estimate. Do you remember when they like they released a ACDC teaser video and some other teaser videos? Do you remember how long that time frame is between the teaser video and an announcement? I'm assuming next week because of what Dead Flip said. Well, you know, the, the cool thing about the internet is it doesn't forget. Uh, unlike me and you no 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 it forgets because if you try to look up stuff from six six, seven years ago it's like not there um, it's very hard to find like things just start falling off the face of the internet planet okay but we could look at like the black knight teaser or the stranger things teaser and some of these other teasers on youtube that have happened in the past two years three years And we would be able to see, like, when they came out with the teaser and then when they came out with it. The only problem is, is I don't want to go on Stern's YouTube because I don't think they even deserve that much. Big mad at them. Mad at them? Yeah, man. Big mad. They need to get their shit together. 
Gary, I know you're an, a listener. Gary Stern, you gotta you gotta work on your quality control, man. Oh boy, it's just not up to snuff. <laughs> I'm trying to let's see. And don't ban us again, man. Don't tase me. Here's the Please. funny thing. Go find the teaser trailer for Stern Pinball's ACDC. Because I remember seeing it. Yeah, see, I don't give a shit about that one. So I'm trying to find the days, man. I'm trying to find like the teaser yeah. Well, drop let's versus- look at more recent teaser drops because that's when we're talking about now, not seven years ago when ACDC was relevant. It's probably longer than that. Uh, all right. Okay, March 26th, they did the teaser for Black Knight. Now let's see when teaser they did the teaser or edge. the launch. The teaser. Okay. Teaser. Well, that's not good. What? They did them both the same day. Stranger Things, they teased the December 22nd, and then they released the game at CES. Or did they release it early? Because was this the one that they shipped before they actually announced it so that people could play it right away? I don't know. My gosh, we're a bunch of dum-dums. Okay, so Big dumb dumb. Deadflip had said some stuff about having some scheduled streams next week. I think he teased a he oh I left my streaming gear at Stern, blah blah blah. I think they've pre-recorded a bunch of footage and they're going to just release gameplay, like an announcement trailer with footage, and that's already pre-recorded. And I think that's coming I don't know, within a week or two. What about you? I think that, yeah, it's something similar. Like in the next couple weeks, I think we'll hear about it for sure. But I don't necessarily know if it's going to be next week. I think right now, I mean, the thing about Stern, they really like when people get hyped. They don't like it when images get leaked. So it wouldn't surprise me if right now they continue to buy their time until July 1st, because that's an important date. Um, You're talking over a month. Yeah. I don't think that they don't, I don't think they've ever waited that long between. uh, It was nothing ever like this though. This precedent in the economy though has ever caused them to possibly think that way. Well then if it's over a month, why would they release a teaser? So people shut the fuck up. No. Yeah, because there's no, people, no, people, yeah, Parnell, no, no, people, dude. there's people that are bitching that nobody's announcing new games. Now, I'm not yeah. going to point my finger at those people. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> the, to everybody's point, when you when you release info, then guess what? All of a sudden, if it's not within X days or weeks and you let, let, let it sit for even longer, people aren't interested anymore. Yeah, but it's Star Wars, and, you know, there's a popular YouTube reviewer that, you know, talks about how we're all going to have Star Wars shoved down our throats until the day we die, so, because of how big the fan following is, so I I think, I think you're partially right, I think they shouldn't sit on it too long, but right now, with the tariffs being temporarily down in between Europe and the United States... I really don't think that Gary is as concerned with pushing this game out like 
next week for them to start production on. Um, but if they do, we probably won't see the game shipping here for probably two months, I bet. Minimum. So they can continue to pump out EU games before the tariffs go back up. And they lose all their European sales. No, I, I think the game's already like being boxed in a shipping crate. Mm. Like I think they teased because potentially in one to two weeks we'll get an announcement and a crate will already be on its way to Europe and we'll get games in June. See, I I don't know about that. Um, I guess we'll see, right? What do you think? Uh, the What do you think? They're like this small boutique manufacturer. They can't get games out. No, well, I mean, shit, man. You know, if you go to buy an Elvira right now and you purchase an Elvira and pay for it, you're not getting it till 2022. Well, Did you know that that's the same? I believe with Jurassic Park. No, nah, they've already got premium shipping in a couple weeks, like in June. Yeah, they're that are pre-sold. Yeah, but what you're saying is, if I want to go buy one, like what you're implying is that there's nothing shipping. No, they're shipping. They're just the pre the distributor pre-order lists are already sold out. Right. Yeah, who cares? Then, the the used market is always open. It is. I'm just, I guess, kind of discussing the fact that. Stern isn't pumping out games like they normally are. Yeah, because they're making this game. fucking reason. Because <laughs> they're making uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> no, I think it's because they're pumping out European spec stuff right now. Yeah, Mandalorian. Possibly. Doesn't mean we're going to see it. Uh, I think Until, we will. Why would they release... They're, they release games globally at the same... Potentially about the same time. They're not going to yeah. just like send a bunch of crates to Europe and then all of a sudden make the U.S. Like, even if it's only 50 games, they're not going to make the U.S. wait two months. Like, that'd be out of the ordinary for them. I guess. But it's crazy times. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see. I don't have as high expectations as you do, I guess, on this new game. No, but it's Stern. It's the only manufacturer that can pump out games uh, the fastest that anybody can in the (sighs) pinball hobby. Yeah. And they've been doing it for a long time. This isn't their first rodeo. Yeah, but this is also like when they somehow arguably have been pumping out like the least amount that we've seen in decades. Uh, yeah, but everybody is. Like no one's been pumping out games. Spooky's beating their fucking uh, initial like assessment of when they were going to finish Rick and Morty. Yeah, because by, like, they should have. six months. But they should have done that. They should never have – they should always project publicly a very long de- timeline so that when they beat it, it's like, hooray. It's the same when you when you <laughs> give estimates in the programming field or hardware development. Like you never make it a tight deadline. You always give yourself time so that when you beat it, everybody's excited. Yeah, I guess I'm more just kind of alluding to the fact that even during COVID, they were able to do that. I'm not trying to rah-rah spooky a whole bunch. I'm just well, yeah, commenting. But you're talking about 750 games. Stern does that in yeah. under a month. Well, they apparently only make one play field every 11 months. So, you know, <laughs> tread carefully, my good sir. Man, as much as I also don't like Stern, you seem to be in a hate, hatred mood today. <laughs> I, I, kind of, I kind of am. 
you, you can't ref- reflect your hatred at uh, their business model. Sure, I can. Err, I'm it super mad. It won't work. We didn't need Star Wars number 15 pinball machine in pinball right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't disagree that as a pinball, this is a double-edged sword. As a pinball enthusiast, I don't care about The Mandalorian as a pinball machine. I enjoyed the TV show. I will not buy this. Like, I am not that much of a Star Wars fan. However, it's a great license to be doing at the moment because it's a very hot title or brand. And the tons of new people into the pinball hobby are buying up everything Stern that's new. And they're most likely also fans of The Mandalorian. So I think it'll sell really well for them because of all these new people in the hobby. I, I don't know if a lot of older pinball people are going to buy it. However, we've been hearing that there is some new mechs in the game and interesting things. So if there's some new mechs and new technology or new tricks, toys, I could see it selling to people that want to try it out. Yeah, I could as well. Um, I mean, I guess we'll kind of find out, right? Like... Um, I don't know. I'm always excited for a new game, even if I'm not interested in buying it. So I'm very excited. I'll watch the you know the stream and all that and be excited, but I'm not buying it. Well, that makes yeah. two of us. I, to your point, like that's a lot of Star Wars. It is. <clears throat> um, I think that. You know, it makes sense for their business model and Stern to not be doing another dad band from the 70s or 80s, which I appreciate. But um, I really wish that they... uh, I don't know. Because theme's so important to people. This is a hip theme. This is You complained about dad bands. This is not a dad band. This is a very new and hip theme. Yeah, Gus seems to think that it's not a hip theme, though, and I I think I'm agreeing with him. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's I gotta put like soundproofing all over my house. This dude's up at the upstairs barking. Yep. Um, yeah, I just think that unfortunately, it's not a theme that I'm like super crazy about. Uh, I really thought that we were gonna see Godzilla or James Bond. Because, I mean, those have been in the makings for a long time. I think this Mandalorian was like some knee-jerk reaction. I also was not super hopeful, but I was kind of quietly excited for a possible or potential Fast and Furious pin. And we haven't gotten any of that. Uh, Instead, we're getting the new hop-hit internet sensation the Mandalorian, a Star Wars universe. You know that the topper is going to be like Baby Yoda floating, and it's going to make, you know, $1,200 topper. See, I don't know if it's going to be Baby Yoda. It might just be Baby something with a helmet on. Because I'm kind of curious how many of the characters are going to have helmets on so they don't have to pay as much in licensing. Yeah, but Yoda is directly from Disney, so that's easy peasy. And he doesn't talk. But the Mandalorian, yes. He'll be helmeted. Yep. 
I think they'll. I think to that point they will helmet pretty much everybody. And unless, because if you have you, I don't have you watched the show. Yeah, I have. I've seen season one. I have not seen season oh, two. Get out of here. Okay, so there's some comic book art style in the like exit and intro of the show, and if they use that type of artwork or allowed like an artist at Stern to do that artwork, I think it'd be freaking awesome so that they're not do, doing the quote unquote Photoshopping of the TV show. And it would work well with their animators because it's probably easier to animate more of the cartoony style stuff than maybe realistic for mm. animation, not just movie clips or yeah. sh- show clips. I think that would be great because the comic version of Star Wars, uh, the current prior one to this, probably sold a lot better than the original. Or at least was more int- people were more interested in it, the comic book version. I thought Maybe. it would be way better. I mean, it looked better, but it's still going to shoot the same. Yeah, but the art was so much better. Be- because you know how Disney is with their licensing of the old stuff. Well, and in general, is that they're very tight. And I find it interesting that Stern has even said, well, and maybe Steve Ritchie, that the licensing for Star Wars was very difficult. And now they're already doing another one. So that had to put a decent taste in Disney's mouth with how the game either sales went or how the comic book version went, because they also made a home pin version of the comic one. Yeah, man, like I said, I just, god damn it. I just didn't want to see another Star Wars princess in. Like, wish we could have given that a little bit of time to simmer. But it's it's uh, it's the hot new theme right now, so I get it. I just wish that, and I'm glad, and I bet I know who else is glad, that Steve Ritchie isn't the one who's designing this game. He's probably like, oh, thank God, I don't have to work with fucking Mickey Mouse again. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy because it seemed like he really disliked working with them. Uh, I think he, he's he's been pretty vocal about it too. So, um, yeah, I it's probably Brian Eddy designing the game, so it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if uh, it's going to have any shadow throwbacks or elements to it kind of baked in there or redesigned shadow elements. That is uh, what people are rumoring is coming. Right. Cause it, Brian so, Eddy is up to bat. Supposedly. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's soon. Hopefully it's soon. I'm thinking next week cause, uh, it's, Oh, it's not Friday yet, but, uh, I, I hope it's, I hope it's at least two weeks from now. I just want you to simmer. I know that you don't, uh, you aren't going to buy it, but I still want you to have to wait two weeks before. Oh, it I could care out. less. I got, I got <laughs> stuff in my gear room. I got to work on anyway. Yeah, you do. You gotta, you gotta get some stuff sold, and you gotta post up another item. Contact one of our friends to have them come buy it. So you, you are gonna be busy. Nope. Uh, okay, so <laughs> CGC, we're still waiting on an on an announcement for what everybody thinks is Cactus Canyon. American Pinball is supposed to have something coming soon. Uh, June or July is what I've heard. From, from a, which one? Uh, American Pinball. From a okay. uh, 
undisclosed individual I've heard June July time frame. But and then they also said I think it was a David Fix or whatever uh, that they want to do two games a year, which is great. But that if they're starting this year, that would mean they have to get on it to get the second game out at the end of the year. Yes. And we will see. I, I really hope American Pinball stops dicking around and picks up this uh, Sonic Pinball machine. Because Jesus Christ, I'd sell my left testicle for one. Right now, as it sits, I don't even need the fucking playfield colored. Like, just give me that game with all the stuff that's in it right <laughs> now, and I'll pay you the seven thousand dollars or whatever you guys charge for a new American Pinball. Like, shut up and take my money. Jeez, I don't even know where you're gonna find that money. You're gonna have to I, sell your dogs. I or have something. body parts, man. I could just start cutting them off. <laughs> just get the iron heated up to cauterize them. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, I think Spooky obviously soon is going to be announcing a new pin. Uh, they teased it what two days ago that it's going to be more better. So, um, you know, something to look for them. I think you were the one that had said that you know they had alluded that they had a really good relationship with Adult Swim. Mm, yes, so I did. it could be another Adult Swim title. And so, fucking help me, God, if it's Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I'm going to be really upset. I don't think. It's going to be another uh, Adult Swim. I really hope not. Um, Because they, well, who knows? But they were on a road trip and they teased and it sounds like it's also coming from a Ben Heck interview on a different podcast. It sounds like it's coming in June. Yep. So we got that. Um, Multimorphic. We don't have a date for the next P3 game, but we do know that it's currently being worked on and... Scott Denisi is doing the uh, soundtrack for it. Yeah, I would expect so. that mi- midsummer. I mean, I guess I'm just throwing a date out there of just guessing. I, I, I'll, you know what? I'll stake my reputation that it's going to be somewhere between next week and the end of the year that they announced <laughs> it. Nice. Yeah. There we go. Nailed it. Um, and obviously, we're super excited about that. Outside of that, though, um, I don't. You have to save up for that, dude. You can't be blowing all your wads uh, all over the place. I'm getting married this year. It's an extra expense. Yeah. Well, if any of our listeners uh, were one of the 43, I guess, officially is the number I have. One of the 43 people, 43 listeners, or 40, Jesus Christ, cut. Cut that out. Nope, I'm keeping that one in. <laughs> if you happen to be one of the lucky 43 spots that we could fill, our wedding invitations did go out the other day. So, or, or save the dates, excuse me. So that's exciting, but that means that I have a wedding I have to pay for. So, And a new Multimorphic Games coming out soon, and I need to get Cannon Lagoon. Man, I need a third job or a fourth job. You need to stop spending money is what you need to do. That's a lot easier said than done. No, it's not. You just stop spending it. Bitch, are you for real? <laughs> Want to call the kettle black over here. Hi, Pot. How's it going? I'm not spending money. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sorry. How much did you spend uh, getting some, like, 
hand-painted carved bullshit that sits on top of one of your games and some like <laughs> screen that's big uh, while you're supposed to be saving it for a P3? Hmm? Yeah, but the fear of missing out, man. And now I bought them uh, and now, now yep. they're not available from Planetary. Yeah. So I must have bought the last one. Well, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told you last night, which is, uh, you know, if tomorrow something awful were to happen and Nikki hits me up and asks me for the value of the pins, I'm valuing your pin without that stuff on it. I'm just saying. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm leaving post about all my to games. Spite you. She said she'd keep one. She'd probably keep Medieval. Uh, I should probably keep Metallica. Joke's on you. She's keeping Metallica. I'm going to put a post-it note of in the coin doors so that she knows what they're really worth. Mm-hmm. So she can sell them and use them to buy, I, I don't know, cr- crickets and Dyson products. I don't know. Man, that's exciting stuff. All right. So uh, pinball is stupid. What's, uh, what's next? We actually did have a listener reach out to us and uh, offer to be a editor for us. If if you well, do end up getting to the point where you don't want to edit anymore, who's that? Because I didn't read read that. Well, they reached out to me. It's one of my friends that is a avid listener, uh, Zach. I'll go ahead and give him another shout out. Oh wait, Woo! I think he's the one that reached out to me and uh, made fun of me. Yeah, I'm sorry. What what was it again? I guess, you know, since you're going to bring it up, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, the, the question that he asked you? It was inappropriate for our listeners' ears. Yeah, well, we drop, uh, you know, the words fuck and shit and everything else on here. So we really aren't a family friendly. We're outlaws. Pinball outlaws. So what did they say? I love the podcast. Don't change a thing, gentlemen. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. So th- thank you. You're are, biggest fan. Are you going to make me pull it up and read it? <laughs> something, 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 finger poking. Something, something. <laughs> yep. Yep. So <laughs> Zach um, has offered to be an editor for us if we wanted him to, and we might does, take him up on that. Does he have audio? What, I don't, well, one. No. I'm just going to go ahead and say no, but no. he's willing to do it. <clears throat> but he's going to leave in a lot more of the stuff that you, you would probably take out because from what I've heard from everyone that listens to the podcast, they really don't care if you're like, um, uh, they, they, they actually want that. Cause then they said it sounds more like a conversation rather than, uh, some really fancy done up thing. So if any of our listeners are listening <laughs> and want to give us some feedback, please reach out to flipping and mashing at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, flipping and mashing and let us know what you think we should do. Should we keep him Parnell's us and ums, or should we get rid of them? I will They're let the bad. community decide. <laughs> pretty bad. I added a lot of stuff out. Like I'm not good at editing because I don't understand the compression and some of this other stuff. Um, you know, if if this person comes in here and is able to edit out our episodes in like two hours, two and a half hours, I'm gonna be really mad at your uh, like <laughs> sixteen hour editing quotes that you've been giving me. <laughs> I would love for someone with no editing experience to edit a podcast, and then you compare them and let me know which one's better. There's a level of 
quality in the podcast that you want so that more listeners than just our friends listen to it <laughs> and my mom, your friends and my mom listen to it and enjoy it and come back. Oh, your mom listens to the podcast. No, I just joke about that. She does. Oh, okay. She, she probably doesn't care. Yeah. I still have to put a game at their house. Yep. You got to put the P3 there when you get it. One I'm day. Put the P3 at my parents' house. So you spend more time with them. You know? Oh. You're over there hanging out with them every day. I have to be retired. It's a little bit of a hike. Oh, I thought you said something else. And I was about to be like, well, you already are. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Parnell. Yes. What are your game room updates? Let's hear them. I got a new game. No way. Oh, my goodness. What did you get? I got a, uh, is it a 79 Valley Kiss? You got it. Okay, so I picked it up for a friend. Ah, yes. Okay. Yep. But I'm working on it. I should. Okay. It's a new game in my game room, though. Yeah, yeah. And I did pick it up. But, yeah, it's um, it's for a friend of mine. I scooped it up for him, and I am currently going through it. All new connectors, a new MPU board because that one has tons of battery damage. And uh, what else? LEDs. So I got to put some resistors on the backside of the lamp driver board to uh, knock the flickering down. I'll be doing. I ordered some super bands in red with orange flipper, so that'll look really nice and it should shoot really good and. Uh, New pop, I got to rebuild the pop bumpers and do the slingshot nylon tips. But yeah, just some just some basic stuff to make it quote unquote bulletproof so it doesn't break at his house. But mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. well, those super bands are probably going to last longer than that machine does. <laughs> so that's some good news. Yeah, I wanted to go nuts. I wanted like you know lit flipper buttons and. New new plastics everywhere. Oh, I got kind of. I had to reel myself in because it's not my game. So. Yep. Yep. And you need to be saving money, you know, That's that true. you aren't doing because you're pissing it all the way on this kiss. It'll be nice though. Oh, I'm excited to get it done. I enjoy repinning. Is very tedious, but it's in, it's very enjoyable. You just put some podcasts on and. And pin away, and there's, I got like half of the head done. I got to do the cabinet, but I'm waiting on parts. Lots of parts are coming. Well, I will let you know when I need to have anything repinned, and I'll just bring it to your house, and I'll turn on a podcast, and uh, I'll just hang out with you, and you can we can listen to some podcasts together while you uh, repin my shit. So that's great. Yeah, I now okay. have somebody that can repin <laughs> for me. <laughs> Galaxy took... Two nights. That's probably like eight to twelve hours of pinning. It was wild. And then super wild. Well, like wild based on timeline, not like the experience. Uh, what else? Let's see. Golden Tea is gone. We finally sold that game. I had tire kicker upon tire kicker from Facebook and. Craigslist. It was irritating beyond belief. And finally, somebody 
bought it, but we had to deliver it, which it seems like everybody wants it delivered. And I'm sitting here going, you do know it's huge, right? <laughs> so when it gets to your house, I'm not bringing it into your basement. But we got it gone, and that has freed up my garage a little bit so that I don't hit it with my tractor. Well, that is great news. When, um, did I was I on the podcast and said that I got my medieval manis topper and big screen? Probably no, not. I think it's been just, that long. Yeah, we just done interviews. Yep. So I, I ended up ordering the topper and the XL display for medieval madness. And uh they I then did the mod after the installs of those to add the RGB speakers to enable them because on the stock XL display, they're just blue. And so now the entire game is color coordinated and blinks and matches. And it's uh, a pretty immersive experience if you have the lights off, which I don't usually, but I have when I play that game. Well, did you replace the RGBs and the pop bumpers? I have not. I have the parts for it. I just got to do it. But you take well, it then off. it's not truly interactive. So oh, well. you remove that claim right now. I got to take off the <laughs> ramp and it's just like, oh. Oh, my God. Ten minutes to remove a ramp in a Williams game. Is that Life's what it is? so unfair. I've never done it, so I don't know how long it'll take. Yeah, it's probably like 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. They're, they're normally pretty good. I was legitimately surprised how easy it was to take Demolition Man apart. But yeah, at the same time, um, you know, there are some games that will creep up and absolutely make you curse Williams, too. So I think Medieval Madness is pretty easy to shop out, though. So All right, good. I'm hoping so. Because uh, it could probably use a cleaning. It's been since I bought it, so. <laughs> I got the... I don't even know what you call them. They're these, it's the fix for my drop target not staying up on Ghostbusters. It's this little plastic lip that is screwed to the drop target mech where the drop target pops up and then there's a lip on the drop target and it rests on this plastic little section that is screwed to the metal. And in Stern's infinite wisdom, use these plastic things that just get destroyed and it has broken off completely on the right one and the left one is cracked. And I think you said you wanted two as well, so I ordered a handful. Yes, so I, I did. To give those to you, but you did. But you're going to be back down here soon. Uh, hashtag foreshadowing. Um, I'm. But, I told you yesterday. I'm quitting the hobby and selling everything, except for your P3 that you're going to buy. I got to buy it still, I guess. Yeah. So you're not completely out. Uh, yeah, so I got to get those to you. I did bring you your coffee. Nick, I, I sent Nick Baldridge some coffee. Yeah, and Nick then, got uh, his first because Parnell yeah. likes him more, apparently. Because he, he is worth the shipment payment. And you, I see, and it took me a couple weeks to get it to you. But See, what I'm hearing from him is Nick is worth it and I'm not. That's that's how I'm hearing it. Because <laughs> we don't drive to each other's houses, me and Nick. We just have to talk on the phone. Yeah, I know. Um, Some long distance lovers. <laughs> I think that's it. For... Well, you came to my house yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, after you sold the golden tea. Yep, swung by. 
I yeah. wanted to play some P3, and it was mm-hmm. the only game we turned on. It was. And I played absolutely horribly. You had to play it on the new code, too. Yep. And uh, I did not get 15 ball multiball. I did worse than before, so you should probably roll your code back. Mm, okay. Well, see, that's not going to happen. Because hmm. you're all up in my butt to get it updated, and then I do, uh-huh. and then you go over and you suck. Hey, <laughs> I did, as you said, I got like uh, almost to the wizard mode by getting three people in jail. I almost had all six in jail. Yeah, yeah. then it would have <laughs> given you six balls or seven balls and told you to shoot a bunch of shots or your characters are still going to be in jail. Hey, uh, word to you, Hi. you should make a profile so that you can make a save game where all six people are in jail. And then when you start the game, you just pick that game save and it's just a fun trying to get out of jail. Mm. You're you're right. You know, I'll go ahead and I'll make a profile called Parnell, and that's where I'll have it. It's just like the lowest point of the game. So whenever you come over, you can play that. Yeah, that'll <laughs> work. I'm fine with that. But that's not a bad idea. Oh, Ryan, I have bad news for my game room. Go on. Okay. I was like, uh, you're still there. My fireplace... Surround is up. My fireplace just needs a little bit of grout on the hearth. And then it's, in theory, pretty much done. And what that means is the dry bar is then the next order of business in the basement. Which means the three games on that wall need to leave. One of them is Swords of Fury, which Chris has up for sale. One is ACDC, which I currently have listed for sale. Belly Kiss, which will be leaving when I'm done. So I have to figure out where to put the P3 once ACDC sells. You're going to take Lord of the Rings and bring it over to your parents' house. I thought we had already talked about this. But I like that game. Yeah, I'm having a hard time deciding on what's in the basement. I might try to sneak six games in here and just have six. Mm, Okay. Uh, Against other people's wishes. But uh, I would have a very hard time getting rid of. Six is a good number. Any number is a good any, number that's above one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, any number above zero. But um, I think I think somewhere between three to six is a really good sweet spot, um, especially for most people. So especially if one of those three to six games is a P3 because that immediately unlocks unlimited amount of games to be mm-hmm. in your basement. I my thoughts keep going to for the game at my parents like I should just get a 80s solid state so like a system 11 or potentially a system 1 godly but something that's fun to play but isn't expensive and isn't um you should try to snag a stargate ugh it's a system 3 get out of here yeah i know but it's a really good game uh those system 3s are so heavy that i don't think i want to bring it up the stairs well, look, okay, they're built like tanks, and they're supposed to be really good for reliability once you fix all the problems that came with them. Yeah, and they're 300 pounds. I don't want to get that up the stairs. It sounds horrible. And just borrow Charlie's stair climber. Hmm. Uh, I have some ideas in the back of my head and some people that I know that are selling stuff, so I potentially... 
would pick up a system 11, but then that puts my P3 money back a little bit. So no, I no, have to think. God damn it. I'm not letting you do that. It's just not happening. I'm sorry. Oh, cool. I'm glad you have all my money. <laughs> I do. I do. You have to focus on this on the P3 or you're never going to get one. <laughs> the only other option is, is that, um, the person I got this kiss from, has a couple EMs that they want to get rid of in the future. And so I could always get one of those and bring it there. But then if it doesn't get played, it just stops working. So it's like a two-handed double edge of a sword. It is not a good time to be buying a System 11. Can you agree with that statement? If I get a good deal on it, then I don't care. You're not going to get a good deal on a System 11 right now. That's worth getting, I think. Because the pinball hobby is crazy right now. Yeah, but if it's pre-COVID prices. I, I guess. You need to know people. You have a Swords of Fury that you could have gotten for a song and a dance, but you decided against it. And I think that's probably one of the coolest System 11s out there. I think it's neat. I do enjoy playing it, but I there's Besides, something about it that makes it not seem like it's worth that asking price. Lion Man. My dude. Yeah, I don't care about the Lion Man part. Lion Man. It. I, I think the music in it is some of the best System Eleven music. Because mm. the of the way that it's music and not just beeping. I'll agree that it's some of the best. I don't think it's the best. Sure. I, I think F fourteen might have it beat. Ugh. I really love the soundtrack in F14. Yeah, no, not. I don't really care about F14. That didn't stay too long in my collection. Ugh. I've had two of them. <laughs> two that didn't work. Second one worked. <laughs> Second uh, one worked when I sold it. But it, I mean, I'm talking like if you some good System 11s like Earthshaker, Diner. Oh my god, you're talking about like $3,000 games plus. Uh, <laughs> Pre-COVID. Those wow. are pre-COVID prices. Well, yeah. you gotta get a good deal on them. Yeah, I don't have any of that good of friends. I could get a Road Kings. I thought we were just talking about good games. <laughs> Maybe I can get... Uh, oh man, you are really reaching now. Uh, roller games? Some of the System 1? Uh, go for the wall. Roller games would be okay, but oh no I no no! Sorry, you need to focus on uh, roller games is a system eleven. What's roller yeah. disco? That's a system one. Yeah. Roller games, I could see that game is sweet. Yeah, uh, that one's fun. It has a lot of stuff that's in there, so it doesn't feel boring. It does it has a magnet for the flipper? Yeah, yeah. Um. I think you need to get your P3 first, though. I think you really need to get focused on it and quit getting distracted by distraction. Here's the problem that I have with the P3. Yep. Once I purchase it, I'm going to want other playfields, which cost the same about as another game. So, fifteen to twenty five hundred. Now I'll never get another another game. game. That's that's a quarter to a third of what a new game costs. I'm not talking about new games. I'm talking about System Eleven and System One games. Mm. Okay. Because they range from. I don't know, five hundred to three grand. Mm-hmm. 
So then I'm never going to buy one because I'm going to be trying to buy Playfield. Right. It's this money pit. It's a P3 money pit because I want all these P3 games. Mm-hmm. So unless I bought two P3s and had one here and one of my parents, then I could just bring Playfields down. You could. See? That's almost... Well, you need to start working towards that then. Holy smokes, I need like six jobs. Well, you could get one P3 really easily. And I've explained to you how multiple times. You just don't like it. So we just need more golden tees to sell. No, we just need to get rid of your skill roll and ACDC. Get get out of here. Boom. I just got your P3 figured out. Get out of here. Okay. Next, you'll be telling me to sell Ghostbusters for another P3. What? No. Oh. You could downgrade to a pro, though. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Ugh. If you had to get money for some reason. Barf. I like my underground subway. I mean, it's cool. I'm not saying it isn't. I was just commenting, like, you could if you needed to. I could sell everything if I really needed money. I mean... You could. No, you can't because <laughs> I'm over your finances and I say no. Keep one. Hey, I was on another podcast. Wow. So you're cheating on me now too. Yeah. This is great. I didn't have to edit it and I guess the person that edits it doesn't edit. So <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. it was good. Mm-hmm. I was on uh, Gaming on 10 episode 144. Wow. So that was with Don and Nick Baldridge. Don is from the old, the pinball podcast. Um, so it was fun to, to catch up with them. They It's just talking about video games and a little bit of Nick's like pinball stuff. I guess Don's into pinball too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just not as, he hasn't bought any games recently. So he's been kind of looking for a game. But Nick likes to talk about his game development on there a little bit. Yeah. But what they reminded me of was how little I play video games. <laughs> Yeah, well, on that same topic, before we continue, um, let's talk about, uh, you got to try something while you're over at my house. Yeah, hop water. Yeah, it tasted like uh, beer water. What? No. Other than that. Uh, Oculus 2. Yeah, you got to try the Oculus Quest 2. You got to try VR that wasn't a phone VR for the first time ever yesterday. No, because I had PlayStation VR. Yeah, but that's like still poo poo compared to what you got. Uh, it was pretty good. Yesterday. It was just I don't know. There's something weird. I, I, <laughs> I got sick off of it. Yeah, because it it's got a really low resolution. It doesn't have a fast um, refresh rate, or uh, the the hertz is another popular term our listeners might have heard. It's essentially how many frames the the monitor can output. Um, and I think the Sony PlayStation's like 70, so it's really low. Uh, and it's caused nausea to people. But the 70 is actually pretty high because, like, well, I guess it hurts. I see, yeah. Because uh, yeah. frames per second is, you know, like, quote-unquote 30 is where your eyes are can't tell a normal TV. But I'm go, telling you right now, I can tell goes, a huge difference from yeah, my 75 go, hertz to my 120. If you go higher... <laughs> You will see it that it's smoother and faster-ish. Um, so faster is better because it'll be less jankety for your eyes. 
Mm. Um, yeah. I played. So what did you think? Beat Saber. I put it on easy and it was too slow. Because you could not do hard. Uh, hard was way too hard. <laughs> uh, I felt like a like a wannabe Sith Lord, and then it was too slow. But it was just fun to see it because I've seen it being you know being played on YouTube. And then uh, Gunslinger, which Pistol Whip, <laughs> Pistol Whip, which uh, I didn't want to move. Like uh, you had this empty room, and you're like walk around. I'm like yeah. And yeah, you're, you actually do need this to walk motherfucker. Around. Just like I've never seen somebody like Michael Jackson, like dance where he just leaned really far to one side or the <laughs> other to like dodge something. I'm like, just take a fucking step, man. And he's like, Mm-mm. I was a little Don't, freaked out by it at first. This is weird. And I was like, yeah, it's not that weird. Just take a step. This once I once I had dual handguns, uh, game over. It was it was pretty fun to be. Literally John Wick slash Neo from the Matrix just going to pound town on these bad guys. That was yeah, highly it's got enjoyable. Some pretty good music too. It does. I didn't some solid you could, bangers. You could kind of tell it was a beat game by the way I was shooting like horribly. But when yep. I came home and I watched a gameplay of this person who one shot at everybody, it was very to the beat, and they were very they knew how to play that level, of course, but they were just. Uh, it sounded awesome, right? Right. Yeah, the music sounded awesome when they were doing that. So I could, mm-hmm. yeah, that was super fun. That was super fun. Uh, I'd play that one again. Yeah. Well, now you need to get one. Yeah. You know, there's a distraction I could get behind. I don't know if I need. I don't know if I need one. I have yeah. enough junk in my trunk. <sighs> yeah. So, um, I guess. Uh, before we talk about the, the, the big thing this evening, um, I also got my hands on a PS5. Uh, I don't own one. I was able to play a Friends, so I guess I need to reword that. I was able to play a PlayStation 5 this weekend. You were able to and, touch it. Yeah, and play a, a little bit of Returnal, which is like a roguelike uh, third-person game where it's procedurally generated, uh, and for listeners that might not know what that means exactly. It just means that every time you die, uh, when your character respawns, you go back to the very beginning, and everything's completely different. The there are, are different weapons or items that you will find that were not there last time, or maybe some were, but others weren't. Um, the location of rooms, what's in those rooms, everything changes every single time. Uh, and that was honestly a lot of fun. And that's definitely a game I'll be picking up uh, when I get a PS5 at normal prices. So uh, to feel the haptic feedback uh, in the PlayStation 5 controller and to feel the uh, force feedback haptic triggers on the playstation 5 controller that is some next level stuff too so i'm very excited for sony and uh what some brilliant minds are going to be able to do with that controller here's the the funny part though is that a lot of the nintendo consoles have had interesting tech that's available to devs and then no one uses it so i hope that people use it because the controller 
from the example you gave me yesterday, which you should reiterate. Um, oh with that yeah. Game, so would you, really could, immerse people into the gameplay experience. Yeah, I could legitimately feel independent little rain droplets falling all over on the controller, from like the triggers to like the front of it to where the buttons were to where the analog sticks were. Uh, down the sides that were like in my palms, I could feel these little raindrops falling all over. And it didn't just feel like it was the whole controller was vibrating. I could legitimately feel like on the front of the controller, a raindrop hitting it somewhere. And I could feel that like exactly. It was absolutely crazy. Um, so, and then, you know, the new ratchet and clank, uh, one of the, weapons that they're going to have is you can charge this weapon up we have to pull the trigger uh, and keep pulling it to like charge it up well every time you charge it up more it's going to get harder and harder and harder to pull that trigger button Um, and then they've also talked about it is a feature that devs can implement if they want to where let's say you're playing like a gun game and you go to take a shot and your gun jams it that controller can literally lock out the ability for you to pull that trigger at all until you fix that gun jam in the game, which is rad. So some really cool stuff uh, that a lot of that tech makes me excited for potential future tech in uh, VR space and the PlayStation five VR headset might have a lot of that stuff too, which is super duper dope. Like oh, they're I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. They're going to do a, another VR headset. Sony is. Yeah. They announced it. After saying for like the past year and a half, they're like, no, we're not doing (laughs) VR right now. We'll do it eventually, but not now. But I think Sony saw how well the Quest is doing, or the Quest 2, I should say, and how it's actually poised right now to outsell the best-selling VR headset of all time, which for those listening that don't know, that's the Sony PlayStation 4 VR headset. They sold over 5 million of them. In the lifetime, because um, if you had a PlayStation 4, it was just a couple hundred bucks and you got VR. So um, the Quest is about the Quest 2 is about to beat that, though. And that's a huge milestone because Index and Vives and stuff like that, man, they haven't even cracked over more than a million or a couple million on their best day. So this is really crazy that uh, these things have kind of happened like that. Yeah. Well, Parnell, when you came over yesterday, was there anything weird in my basement? I mean, you still had uh, Terminator 3. That's not weird, though. That's, a, <laughs> that's honest. Like, that game's grown on me. Like, when I got it initially, I was kind of like, oh, this is really cool. And then it kind of got lukewarm, but now I'm really liking it again. You had some stuff missing in your Yeah. I don't know if I say it's stuff. I'd say a game was missing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get very close to the mic. What oh, yeah. Was it? it was the the one game that I think you should have never, ever sold. Yeah. Well, that was Attack from Mars. You were pretty, you were pretty open about that. You were like, I can't believe you're selling Attack from Mars. Oh, my God. Hmm. Black Knight, you <gasps> got rid of. I think you just took it to the backyard and then lit it on fire. <laughs> I didn't. Um, 
It was actually um, the hardest pin, uh, not like physically selling it, but like emotionally getting rid of pin, uh, of any of pin in my basement. Um, because both I and Chelsea still really love the game. Uh, but we've had it for almost two years, and I've gotten ridiculously good at it to the point where most of my friends and Chelsea, none of them wanted to play with me. Yeah, you are too good. too good. Like, uh, I played with Chelsea, and it was a decent game uh, match, right? Because me and her are both mediocre at pinball like um, she she kept the ball alive longer than i did but it wasn't like 20 minute game where you were good enough at the game where it would be like a 20 minute ball and i'm just sitting there waiting and i would go play other games then come back because you you would take so long right so that when she said that she said that she didn't like playing with me and then with the fucking ridiculous topper stuff that's going on right now it was like okay well Maybe this is a good time for me to kind of get out because people are paying stupid money on the topper, and I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But I actually made, not a lot of money, but I actually made a little bit of money on a Black Knight LE that I bought brand new in box plus you know, the shooter rod and pop bumper metal caps and the topper. I came out ahead a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. In pre-pandemic, it was like you lost money selling the game. Oh my God. Pre-pandemic. I don't think I could have given one away at like 7,200. Don't think I could have given it away. I think I saw one black Knight LE that sold for like $6,900. It was nuts. I was just internally crying about it. So, needless to say, I got out. And um, I've got a new game coming. Is it the one that I just sent you on Face page? No. Uh, Parnell, I've, I've already bought my new game. It's getting shipped today. Oh, yeah. Are we sure? Or is they, are they just screwing around? I fucking hope not. I've already wired said money, so it, it better be getting shipped. No, I just meant as STI or whatever, picking it up, or are they going to mess around? Be late. <sighs> they better not be. Um, so it's it's uh, uh, Avengers Premium. No, we Guns actually Guns and Roses. Look, no. We actually Black Knight look- Pro. <laughs> <laughs> no topper. No. Okay, what game is it? Well, we we actually ended up looking at a few games. Um, You did go down to a location with your fiancé, and you played a bunch of games again. I think to kind of flush out what you thought you might get. Correct, yeah. We we went down to um, Tilt on an impromptu date because I have an amazing fiancé, Chelsea, who... uh, I can almost any day of the week, I think, hit her up and be like, hey, let's go play pinball. She's like, okay. Um, But we went down there with a very specific purpose. Um, Tilt had just had Alien Standard Edition drop there. 
So it was there, set up, ready to play for 50 cents a play. So we flew down there in between my normal day job before I had to go back into work uh, that evening and work overnight. Uh, We went down there, though, and played Alien. And uh, I really wanted to like it more. I, it, I had such high hopes for it and I just, it wasn't what I had hoped for. Hmm. Uh, the shots just weren't quite what I wanted. Um, I really hated the right ramp, uh, that little 180 degree, like immediate, like reverse U-turn ramp. That wasn't very fun. Um, the left ramp was okay. The mystery shot was kind of whatever, kind of left a lot to be desired. Um, the mini Plinketto Pachinko, whatever, uh, left out lane was kind of cool, but it wasn't as much excitement as I thought it would have been in practice. Um, do you think yeah. that it plays different than the original or should it be about the same? Cause they I, did change a couple things. Yeah. I think from what I've heard, it plays better than the original. Oh, wow. And you yeah. didn't like how this new one played. I didn't. Yeah. No. Do you uh, think it biggest, was, do you think it was ahead. tweaks that they could have done to the game or is it like the, uh, the core shots of the game just, didn't work. So tweaks the core shots of the game didn't work for me. Um, there were definitely some cool shots. Uh, the hyper sleep lock shot from the upper flipper that felt really good. And when you could hit the shot from the lower flipper to the upper right flipper, and then the magnet catching it for a brief second and then letting the ball roll back down to get a shot at the hyper sleep lock shot, that was nice. Like that was actually fun. I enjoyed that shot, but that was probably the most enjoyable shot in the game. And the rest of them were like lackluster at best. I kind of felt from that point going down, but the biggest, biggest problem with the game, uh, it's so fucking dark. I could not see the play field at all, especially during a mode when the RGB GI is a color other than white. Like I could not see, um, at tilt, any of the other pins that were there, even the ones next to it, you could clearly see into them and, and visibly see everything. I could not see shit on alien, uh, and neither could Chelsea. So it wasn't just me. Um, but yeah, we did play it. The alien gobbling the ball was definitely cool. Um, but that was kind of for us, it's really only like trick. Um, and it didn't feel like there was enough meat left on the bone. If you took that out for it to be a like, wow factor for us. But what about like the initial, like walking up to the game? I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty dark, but it's really pretty. Uh, the side art was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, 
I mean, there's a lot of things that I liked about it. The fit and finish was kind of off when it comes to the back box uh, translite or back glass or whatever the fuck it is. I think it's like, I think it's printed polycarbonate. So it's like back glass, but instead of glass, it's plastic, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, that looked kind of off, and you could definitely see the fit and finish wasn't perfect on it because um, you could see the like wood box that's behind the back box where I think the amplifier or the computer is or something like that. And you could see a little bit of the LED strip, just like the, the bare LED strip that's like double-sided taped to this wood box it was kind of weird but yeah if you looked really closely you could kind of see through the little screen area that was completely clear and you could kind of see some fit and finish stuff that wasn't perfect so that kind of turned me off a little bit and then i guess the other big reason was the game completely just like shit all over itself after we played uh, a game we walked away from it i think another person went and started a game and at some point through the game, like completely stopped working and they turned it off and put a sign out saying, you know, do not turn back on. This is out of order. I was like, cool. So we only Real got to play the fast. two games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Me and Chelsea each got two games on it and we really wanted to like it more. I mean, I really wanted an excuse to buy one. Because uh, that's like dream, dream theme for us. But theme is not always enough, as Rob Zombie fans will tell you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we did play that. And then we also played uh, Avengers Premium. Well, it's actually an LE, but, you know, Premium LE. We did get to play that. That was... Like playing an Avengers. Uh, we really like the Avengers, uh, especially the premium with just how loaded it is compared to some other games. The big problem with Avengers, though, and it's something that I've heard a lot of people call out, is, uh, funnily enough, the call-outs. They suck. <laughs> and well, the music... Why, why do they suck? Lackluster. Um... They, I mean, maybe for some crazy comic book fan, they might like them, but for us, they don't really get, um, I'm going to quote Captain Slow from uh, Top Gear slash the Grand Tour. It doesn't give me the fizz. I think that's a really good way to word it. Uh, in this situation is it doesn't give me the fizz when the machines yelling at me or talking to me or trying to serenade me with music. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the soundtrack and the call outs are really just, eh, they're very forgettable. I There's just nothing that, about it that like excites me in that sense. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, yeah, it, that was their biggest probably fall from that license, right? Like, comic book art can be great. It's a comic book um, and a movie. And then the playfield layout looks cool and unique. But they're now creating their own voices. 
and their own music for the game based on nothing, right? It's whatever Disney allows. So I could definitely see that that being the weakest link of that game. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, for me personally, that was like, I think the, the big problem, but um, we played that. And then, <clears throat> and then we played the game that we ended up buying, which was Rick and Morty. Wubba lubba dub dub. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, Ryan. Yeah. I don't know if you should have done that. Well, it's <laughs> too late now. Um, but yeah, no, we went back down there. Um, wait, 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 wait. Chelsea hated that game. So how did you get Chelsea to approve a Rick and Morty purchase? I thought that's probably where your story was heading. Yeah. So it's funny while we were down there, uh, there was a guy who had started a four player game by himself on alien. Like as soon as we walked in, we immediately walked over to alien to go get like, to go play it. And there's this guy already playing it. We're like, okay, cool. So I'm kind of watching the guy and the gameplay and stuff like literally as he's playing. And then we realize it is a four-player game and they're all like on ball one. And it was like, God, fucking damn it. Okay, fine. So uh, Chelsea's like, well, do you want to go play something else? And I'm like, no, I'm going to wait in line for this. And I want to watch this guy's gameplay like as he's playing. I still kind of want to hear the machine and just kind of watch it and whatever. So she's like, okay. So she walks off and she knew that one of the machines that I've really been digging was Rick and Morty. So she walks over to Rick and Morty and starts playing it. And I saw as I was waiting, uh, she had a smile on her face once or twice uh, because the tilt generally is really busy, but we had gotten there at like, five o'clock more or less. So it was like pretty early for tilt still on a weekday. Uh, you know, people were still getting out of work and stuff. So there was like six people minus like the bartender, uh, that was there working and inside of that location. So it was weirdly quiet. So I think Chelsea's able to hear the music and the call-outs a lot more because there wasn't, you know, Attack from Mars LE wasn't being played and you hearing the topper just going, whack, 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 you know, on top of all the other pinball noises, you know, around you at all the time just due to the fact that you're at a pinball bar. Um, so I think she really started to get into it. I was still waiting in line. Her game finished and she popped some more quarters and it kept playing. And I was kind of shocked to myself. Like she kept playing until it was time for us to uh, play alien. She kept playing Rick and Morty. And then, uh, you know, we played alien and then went over to Avengers and then went back together and played Rick and Morty. And I was like, well, what do you think? She's like, and she laid it out the exact same way. She said, call out some music on Avengers sucks. She's like, the theme I don't really care about personally either way. She's like, you know, superhero movies are kind of eh for both of us, I think. Um, she's like, Alien, uh, you know, this is after we finished the Rick and Morty one and we saw Alien was broken. She's like, hey, I'm really pissed Alien's broken uh, and we can't play it again. She's like, but um, 
we both really didn't like it. Like we kind of talked about it in depth and we had the same kind of complaints. Uh, the left upper flipper felt like it almost shouldn't have been there. The right upper flipper had shots, but they were both really hard to see at all at tilt. So uh, she's like, you know what? She's like, I think we should get a Rick and Morty. And I was like, well, and that's apparently that's one of the many, many reasons why I am marrying you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, what was it, two days? Maybe a day and a half. Listeners, unfortunately, Parnell uh, knew I was getting a Rick and Morty because I've been in talks with him. Uh, but what was it, like a day or two? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, found one. It's pretty quick. Yeah, there was the funny part was I was listening to like the Pinball Network's podcast. Uh, Zach was talking about you know what's hot and what's not, and he said Rick and Marty is trending down because like the like uh, the market for it has slowly started to to come down. So it's like, well, now is the time to buy it. And sure enough, then you found it like that night or that next day. But there's a like there's another one for sale in Florida right now on Pinside, but you got a new in box. Everyone else is almost like a opened up home use game. So sounds like you kinda while you probably paid more than MSRP. Uh, it's, yes. I it's, could, uh, it's hard I to find one. I definitely paid more than MSRP, but I don't think that you'll be able to find um, a Rick and Morty at MSRP. I, I don't think they're going to fall back down, presumably due to the theme, because there's enough crazy fucking Rick and Morty fans that I don't even think they have to be into pinball to probably want one of these. And if people are willing to go wait out in line for days at a McDonald's for uh, some sauce packets, uh, I could totally see them buying this one of 750 limited edition uh you know pinball machines to have in their basement because i mean to be completely honest i I think that that's gonna possibly be a large driving factor in it we'll see though i don't really care uh if i lose money on this just like i potentially did with black knight well it absolutely fills its hole then doesn't it uh the, the game that i can't get rid of because i lost my ass on it but uh on a more serious note you know um we wanted to have a game that is an ass kicker because black knight was an ass kicker and uh, scott knocked it out of the park it is definitely not um a game you can necessarily walk up to having never played it before and put up a good first game. Like you have to feel the game out before you can start uh, really pumping up some good games. Mm-hmm. But the entire time Rick's going to be calling you out for your bullshit and telling you that you need to play better. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, there are some on pin side. I did pull them up. So it looks like, there's a bunch of them for sale at around 9500 9700 you know um but it uh i'm happy with it you know the thing is uh, i'm getting a brand new unbox one which is pretty fucking cool and i'm not really paying like a premium i think uh, <laughs> 
I mean, you're paying more than factory, but that's just that's the market sure. rate. I, I mean, I mean, right yeah. now though, until literally today, when I guess two people in Florida and one person in Texas decided to sell theirs, uh, you know, the one in Florida and the one in Texas, we're literally talking like, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars difference between a one that had somebody's else's dirty dick beaters rubbing all over it versus uh what i'm getting so there's I'm something to be said it. about if it's still in the box like it's never been taken out so mm-hmm. i would hope that the warranty transfers and it should be untouched right it should be in mint shape where if someone pulls the game out you expect like a car that the value drops a little bit so right so you're paying for a little bit of imperfection even though it's still nice right Right. So, like, when you're talking about pretty much the same price, why would you not go new in box? Right. Yeah. It was, uh, listeners, I'll go ahead and give you a hint. It was less than like uh, 3% difference. Uh, That's how much extra I paid for a new in box versus uh, (laughs) an open one. And at that price, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see how spooky packs their games. Let's. Let's see how that's all about. Because I we've I have bought with Chelsea. We've bought uh, two new and box Stern games. So I think this is kind of fun because we now get to open up a a spooky sealed game, and uh, yeah, so it should be here next week. Woo woo! And it is fully loaded except the butter cab. Uh, it has everything else. So. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it was like every option. Then I should probably go find you some mods that you can get for it. Yeah, I'd be open to it. Because, you know, God forbid you'd save up for the next, you know, P3 playfield. Listen to this motherfucking fuck <laughs> following the kettle black again. Uh, yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Go tell me about how you're going to buy a fucking EM or Cardwiz or some other bullshit. Yeah, they're just little. <laughs> they're like a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, man. Well, if you to... sell Skill Roll and your ACDC, you only need a couple hundred bucks yourself. Boom. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of work. Yeah, I'll sell them for you. Just give me pictures, and I'll get them sold for you. Um, someone just hit me up on the pin side about ACDC. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what, listeners? Uh, whenever I sell a game, I try to grab any like funny moments to try to bring them up. And I definitely had a funny moment. So I figured I would hit you guys up. So um, first thing was, I had somebody immediately knocking on my door. I mean, screaming uh, for the shooter rod from my Black Knight. That's it? Yeah. I'm going to part my game out when it's an LE and it pretty much needs every real thing to make it an LE. Right. They they were like, will you please sell me the shooter red? I've been on the hunt for one for months. Like, 
Oh my God, sell me the shooter rod. Didn't even, you know, talk about price. I had a few people on Facebook. They're like, I'll pay $300 for the shooter rod. And I'm like, nope, go away. Um, and then I think the best one had to have been, I'm not going to mention the person's name, um, but I got a message. Uh, I don't have a trade to offer, but I'm a local buyer who has cash on glass. I hope you get what you want, but you're high. So I thought I'd at least drop a line in case you became more motivated to sell. Thanks. I replied back, yeah, I've actually got a guy right now who says he's going to be wiring me the money in like the next day. Uh, I haven't received it yet. If he backs out, you know, I would do like 200 less than what I'm asking. So like 9,600. Um, I said, you know, the topper's been selling for like $2,500 to $3,500 right now. So I don't think I'm low. Uh, I said, I understand your value is different, but in this case, it's wrong in, in my opinion. He replied back. He said, well, if you're selling it for $9,500 or $9,600, excuse me, and I was, you know, actually right about it being a little high, um, tell you what. If the topper is that valuable, you take it off. Sell me your game for $6,800 without the topper. And then you can just sell your topper. Boom. I did not reply to that message. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that when... Because the Black Knight LEs recently uh, on Pinside, they can... The, the ones that have been posted have sold for between 7,500 and 8K, like on their own without the topper. So that was pretty dickish, but you know, I get it. Some people are trying to play the game, and I don't know. I think that's a little too much playing the game, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of interesting because it's uh, when you have an LE, you it's limited edition, so you kind of expect a bunch of these limited parts and. The shooter rod, the topper, those are all limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to me it made sense to get them because I had a limited edition. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I did hold on to, uh, and the Black Knight still gets to rain in our basement because I still have the standee for it. Uh, that I'm not getting rid of. The what? The giant standee. Oh, the banner. The banner, yes, thank you. And you have the vinyl. I do have the vinyl. I bought that vinyl just so I could get the soundtrack uh, downloaded onto my phone because I don't have a record player. But, uh, yep, nope, that stayed with me too because uh, fuck that. Keeping that cool stuff. It's too awesome to get rid of. Sure, yeah. But, yeah. You'll have your memories now. I do. I'll have my memories of selling my Black Knight, and now I'll have memories next week, hopefully. Beltman gets this here quickly, and I have a Rick and Morty to open. What do you do? You think this game will stay a little while, or do you think it'll be the first to go when you're ready to sell a game? I think this is going to be one of the last games. I think if a game had to go tomorrow, it a hundred percent would come down to. I can't believe I'm even saying this. It'd probably come down to Ghostbusters or Turtles. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably Turtles. 
Not because I don't like it. It's still one of my favorites in my basement. But um, that's probably the one that I'd, if I had to get rid of something, like, I don't know, something critical's going on. It actually would probably be Ghostbusters. I'm going to ask you this after you play this game, like, in your basement, because uh, you say this shit, and all of a sudden the game's gone, so. Wait, what? You're so, you, you'll you'll say, like, oh, this game stands forever, and then all of a sudden, like, the next week, it's gone. So I'm going to ask you after you have some time on the game in your house. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, the reason Black Knight went, I, I feel like I explained it pretty well, so... I guess then, Parnell, if Chelsea decided down the road that she absolutely hated the game and never wanted to play it, then yeah, it probably would be what would go. But that's not really something that I can answer directly to you. And I don't think that that's something that even Chelsea could necessarily answer right now. No, you guys need to play um, it. Uh... Outside of games getting to that point where like it did with Black Knight, I don't see any of my games leaving. I mean, how long did you However, have Black Knight for? Two almost years? two years. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, this game, the code is still being updated. So you'll still, even if you start to get tired of it or you don't play it as often, there's going to be some code updates that you can kind of upgrade and go back to it. Right. Yeah. And it's a very unique... Your point yesterday was, like, it's a unique, super unique layout. So it'll be nothing like any game, and it'll play a lot different. Kind of like the P3, right? Like, it just different super different so yeah be able i'm to... really starting to kind of hone in i think on what i like in my basement arcade and probably one of the biggest things that i'm really starting to appreciate a lot more than i didn't before is uh i really like unique layouts and rick and morty is really fucking unique so um, i'll be curious i'll be curious what my initial impression is because i'm assuming you're gonna hate it Initially. I might not like it because uh, what I noticed playing the P3 was that I noticed it because I played Metallica the other day where I just flip. I flip to hit shots on the fly a lot. And I'm not aiming for anything in particular. I'm just flipping because I think that that's <laughs> where it's going to go. Yep. And when I played the heist the other day, that was not happening. And a lot of that is just knowing where the ball needs to be on the flipper for a certain shot. Um, Metallica's shots aren't as tight as some of the heist shots, like in the middle. Um, right. Well, I mean, the, the shots are, are not unmakeable, but there definitely are some tight shots and yeah, they're not unmakeable. It's just, you need to, once you have the heist for a while, you, you'll have a better aim. Right. And Metallica is very open. Well, a lot of shots are. Yep. And same with medieval, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't hit every shot every time. Like I'll the other day, I was bricking the crap out of that left ramp. But for the most part, I can flip and hit something, mm-hmm. and I don't cradle up and like slow down. I just I just keep flipping. And I noticed that I I was when I did that on the P three, it was not nice to me, and I was getting upset. And I kept hitting start, but I kept having horrible games, and I was just getting mad. And I was just like, I am playing horribly today. I need to not play pinball. <laughs> Yeah, well, or you just needed to trap up and yeah, and slow um, down, as Bowen would say. Uh, get some control, you know. Maybe take a drink of water, look away for a minute. 
Yeah, I don't about something else. So I've noticed that. I noticed I'm a very uh, insane player. Just a very what do you call that? Just a on the fly player. You're an ADD player. Yeah, and some games I play very slow. Like on Lord of the Rings, I'll stop and I'll shoot. But maybe it's Why? just my mood that day. There's nothing you need to stop to think about. That's probably like one of the easiest games to just do exactly what you're talking about. Oh, get out of here. It is. Get out of here. Left ramp, right ramp, left orbit. Boom, you got some souls collected. I, I get the tree mode started. I have to hit the tree over and over again. Come on. There's yeah. modes that need specific shots. Well, sure. What I'm getting at, though, what, I, what I'm saying is that the the ramps are super easy to hit. I think the hardest shot in that game is probably the right orbit. That was the one that I always seem to struggle with the most. But the rest of the shots in the game are like super clear and open. And you could like seriously flow from one shot to the next, to the next, to the next. So I don't know. I, I think, uh, I mean, if you play Lord of the Rings Cradle Up, that's fine. But, um, you know, I am excited because Rick and Morty's modes, they aren't timed because they're a lot of times multifaceted. Like there's many different uh, states in each mode. So it's not just like you get into a mode, you hear the same five call outs and then you're like done with that mode. Like, no, like you get into that mode, you have to progress to a certain point and then the next stage of that mode starts and then you make the shots and you hear call outs and then you get to the next stage because normally the modes I think have like three or four stages uh, inside of them. Uh, so I think, uh, I think that you'll initially not like Rick and Morty until I explain the rules to you again, uh, even though you watched Bowen play it uh, on the YouTube video before we had this podcast. But after that happens, I think it'll come. I think you'll come around and you'll like it because it is very unique. No, it'll, it will be like turtles. It'll be, I'll be, I'm guessing as I'll be overwhelmed and there'll be too much going on, and I'll just have to play two games by myself. And then when you explain it to me and I figure out what I need to do and where I need to shoot, it'll start clicking. And then I just then it's just figuring out where on the flippers these shots are. But that's the whole point. Like on, when we talked to Scott, was like he didn't want all these sweet spots. He wanted you to have to relearn your retrain your flipper buttons. Well, right, but I mean, I I think, you know, Heist has some really unique layouts in in its upper playfield, and TNA is a really unique layout, and I'm really starting to appreciate the more unique layouts as opposed to just fan layouts where there's two ramps and, you know, maybe the occasional three flipper game where it's still like a fan layout but there's like a a shot you know, that you can make with an upper flipper. So for me, I think it's really awesome that it's something truly outside of the box. Uh, and I think that's what I'm really excited for. And I have a friend, Justin, who does listen to our podcast and he's, uh, really pissy with me, uh, consistently because he's not huge into pinball, but he's one of those friends that because he hangs out enough with us, that uh, he's kind of just got the bug indirectly. Uh, you know, I think eventually he wants to have a pinball machine of his own. 
but uh, he's come over and, you know, I had a no good gophers for a while that he fell in love with. And then I sold it. And then I had uh, world cup soccer that I got and he fell in love with and I sold it. And then I got Lord of the Rings and I had that for a while and he fell in love with that and I sold it. So uh, I apparently, he says he's convinced that he just sells anything that he admits that he likes. Um, so the other day I was talking to him actually last night and, uh, told him, you know, I was getting a new game and black Knight was leaving and, uh, he had mixed emotions about it. Cause he's like, well, that's your, that's your baby. Like, you know, I'm kind of sad to hear that you're getting rid of it. Not because I like playing it, but because, you know, it, it just says history in the Tanner household. And I was like, yeah, you know, I get it. Uh, and then I told him I was getting Rick and Morty and I was like, you know, I can't, I can't, uh, replace a game you hate with a game you'd like. So I got to, you know, keep that on. Cause he played Rick and Morty one game. Uh, and he tried walking away ball too. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, for whatever reason, I don't think that, I mean, I didn't explain any of the rules or anything like that, but Are you add tilt with him. Yeah. Okay. He just, I don't know, man. I don't know what it was, but it was either ball two or ball three. He just tried walking away, and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, let's let's finish this. Um, so I think it's really funny that, of course, the game I'm replacing, a game he hated. Uh, I'm getting another game that he initially has a bad impression on, but he's had bad impressions on other games until I've you know done what I've done with you and kind of sat down and explained it. Um, and then he's come around and really liked him. So we'll see. Because, like, so initially TNA kicked his ass, and he was like, mm, I don't know about this. But then he played a few more games and heard that bitchin' soundtrack, and he's like, okay, no, this is really awesome. Like, so. What how, many games, how many games has he put on Rick and Morty? Uh, one. Oh, so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. He could have been in a bad mindset. He could have, you know, whatever. I think he was just expecting it to shoot a certain way, and it mm-hmm. clearly does not. I mean, Scott was very proud of that exact feature. <laughs> uh, and so I think, you know, just that stuff combined, he was just like in a bad state of mind or whatever, but he just was not all about it. So sure. I'm, I'm excited to, to get it and know that it's uh, rocking the, the P3 P-Rock boards. Which is great because I love those boards. I will uh, be curious how I feel too. Like, I, I don't like know. On TNA, I, I love them. I had to do some work on it when I installed those clear drop targets. I genuinely enjoyed working underneath it. So I'm excited to have another game uh, from that same uh, platform, truthfully. Oh, you and Jerry. You oh, yeah, I'm Jerry. sure Jerry's happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm very excited to have you come over and play it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, am excited to try. I have not tried it. Like, um, when did that release? Like, when did it ship? Was it last? Was it during COVID? Whew. Let's check real quick. Because I haven't played nothing new if it wasn't at your house. So, like, I've played your Turtles, and that's about it as for new games. 
Okay, the trailer came out December 16th, 2019. Okay, yeah, so I've never have, have had the chance to get it. So, <laughs> yeah. It'll be exciting. I'm uh, I'm very hopeful for it that uh, I will enjoy the uniqueness because I enjoy the show even though that I've had some like concerns about some of the new season and the fifth season's coming out too so yeah it is June 20th I'm excited I love the show I wouldn't say that I'm like a diehard fan but I do really really enjoy the show yeah I, I guess I would be in the same boat I enjoy and I'm entertained by it but I couldn't tell you quotes from every episode. Or if you told me a quote, I couldn't tell you what episode that was from. I, I don't have that memory. Yeah. I mean, I, I love a lot of the call-outs from the show. Oh, they're hilarious. Um, and I love the characters themselves and, like, how well they work or rather don't work together. <laughs> um, and so to have a game where Rick has, I mean, hundreds of call-outs in the game where he's just essentially berating you the whole time. Uh, yeah, no, sign me up. Because if there's one thing I love, it's uh, games that are talking shit to you. Being dominated playing. by your pinball machine? I don't know about that far, but <laughs> I do really like a game that's talking shit as you're playing it, as opposed to just being like, hey, good job, you got a combo. I mean, those are fun, but I like a game that's like, Good job. Now actually try to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think that's why we liked Black Knight so much. Because he too talks shit the entire time. Yeah. And yeah. it had some banging music. And so this uh, Rick and Morty should have some good music as well. Right. Right. So I think in our house, music does go a pretty long way. Um, I mean, that's just a testament. And then also call outs. Yeah. We, we like games that are hard and, and aren't shy about being hard, so or, or more difficult. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I really have. What about you, Parnell? Hmm. Um, no, I, yeah, that's it. I'm going to try to get this kiss game done. And then uh, see about the sale on ACDC. What's, there, what's these kisses? What is that supposed to mean? Because you said you were going to finish Kiss. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> not, I'm not picking up what you're laying down. Jesus Christ. Uh, you need to... Yeah, yeah. So... What else? We, we need to have it. another game. We need to find something else to work on and, and flip a doodle. Yeah, well, you could have went and got that blackout, but you sat there for 10 minutes and bitched about it. So here we are. Because I don't want to drive that far for that game. (laughs) You said the same same shit about Golden Tee. That worked out great. Yeah, it's because my buddy got it. No, that's because your buddy, me, talked you into getting it. No, I know, but he had it, so it was no (laughs) pressure. I didn't have to, like, go there on a Thursday. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And fight some other pinhead for it. God forbid you'd have it's to actually do some work to get a uh, a title you can make some money on. Uh, yeah, the problem <laughs> is I know I can sell a golden tee. I can't figure out if I could sell a black whatever that was. Black, oh, I'm sure you could sell a blackout. Blackout? Yeah. Because it's pinball. <laughs> Go on s- Craigslist right now and see how many pinball machines there are. <laughs> <laughs>
There's a ton. Go on Pinside and see how many pinball machines are for sale within 400 miles of us. You and let me know when you figure that out. And they're still for sale, aren't they? <laughs> what? No. There's like there's a bunch of games 16 for sale. 16 games. There's Parnell. a bunch for sale and they're still for sale. No. The only ones that are still for sale are the Elvira's that are selling for $10,000. All right, Parnell. Well, I think it's that time. So on that, we will wish you a good day, good evening, good night, and we will talk to you soon. We will talk to you soon, everybody. Bye. Bye. Won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. It won't stop, seriously. What happened? I don't know. I have to pee really bad. Mmm. It's still going. Because I think Parnell is going potty. (laughs) Drink a lot of water.